Tires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Glad that's your Hakuman bit. Oh, Ben Cinder Claus. Merry Christmas! Jenner was full! This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, I almost forgot. Smile, Santa! There, that way we can continue our conversation we were just having and actually have it on the show instead of just talking to each other. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Sorry for the way. It's a holiday, yeah, so sparse uh, yep. episodes throughout the next month, probably. Yep. Yeah, we already pointed that out once. And just, just to reiterate, yeah, we're going to be... Um, not having consistent episodes just because of conflicting work schedules we both work in very busy christmas-based industries so our schedules (laughs) but we were just talking about the brand new very first south park paramount plus uh special uh called post-covid so we might as well keep talking about that yeah it takes place in the future it's like 20 30 Mm -hmm. something or And all the boys are grown up. I thought it was really funny. They get you literally right as it starts talking about how it's almost over. The end of the pandemic is near. Everybody's so excited. And it's like 30 years from now and the pandemic (laughs) still hasn't ended yet. And And everybody's older and, you know, everything. All the businesses have plus or premium or deluxe (laughs) at the end of it. Oh my god, it's so fun. What like, the fuck, by the way, is everybody wearing on their head in I, the future? Like, I, I, all I like the business the... owners and news anchors. Just like a weird styrofoam or, like, bubble wrap helmet. <laughs> yeah. I like that they have continued the chin diaper thing. Hey, we're almost out of chin diapers! Oh god, we are gonna make it! <laughs> I like how they have to let fill you in on all the jokes of this is the future, like how Bitcoin's the only currency because everyone decides Hi, is, to go all in on a Ponzi scheme. The only thing we take now is Bitcoin because this is the future. Yeah, I know. <laughs> doorbell, this is someone's at the door. Dor- this is the doorbell. Doorbell, sing because it's the future. Yes, we fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shut up. God damn it. Yeah. And I, I love that everyone has gone their separate ways, but they all come back because fucking Kenny dies. <laughs> yeah. The thing that brings them back is Kenny's dead. Like Kenny hasn't been dead. It, I like in the future, the way that you never see Kenny's face is that he has grown this gigantic fucking beard and wears sunglasses all the time. And he and every time he starts to talk, he gets just cut off by everyone. And the one time he does talk, he has that oxygen mask over his face, so he still is. Hey, he's talking like this, and nobody can understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. So oh. the main gist of this episode is all the boys are back after Kenny dies, but they're all kind of like have drifted apart. And yeah. That well, because the, they're trying to. Yeah. It, it took me a minute to remember, but that's because uh, at the end of the, what was it? Not the pandemic special, but the, uh, the one after. vaccination special, they end their bro ship. 
Yeah. This is based on that, right? Where they their broship ends and then they never heal it. Basically. Well, yeah, that's the whole reason. Like Kenny is now is like a famous like, phys- uh, like super biologist famous scientist. Or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he makes a time machine to go back in time to fix what could have been the cure for COVID, which was Kyle Kenny and Car- Kyle Kenny Cartman and Eric just not being good friends to each other. <laughs> yeah, basically they're the reason COVID like never ended. But he also something to do, and there's obviously there's going to be a sequel to this one, which is the other thing is it doesn't wrap up, but they. We find out that uh, Stan killed Shelly. <laughs> and he, he blames he's it like, all. Yeah, he's Stan. Yeah. St- and, then, uh, and then the mom kills herself because Shelly yeah. is dead. Uh, but I love when he goes, well, he burned down the barn. No, Shelly burned down the barn, Dad, because she was in there trying to burn your marijuana. We all know your sister had a marijuana problem. Does anyone else hear this? (laughs) (laughs) Randy goes into what's left of the Tegrity farm, and it's the ghost of Shelly and Sharon. It's not your fault, Randy. It's It's all Stan's fault. It's all Stan's fault. (laughs) And my favorite thing in the whole episode is that Cartman grew up to convert to Judaism and (laughs) Kyle is convinced that that Cartman has spent like 30 years being Jewish just to fuck with him. You're saying your wife's name is Yentl. Yes, my wife's name is Yentl. I I like when... When Carmen and Yentl are having sex in Kyle's <laughs> house, and he's like talking oh, yeah. about Judaism while they're having sex, and Kyle runs out and pounds on the door. He's like, "All right, fat ass, I know you're fucking with me. Nobody talks about how much they love Judaism while they're having sex." Oh uh, yeah, Yentl, uh, you like it as much no, as Abraham t- liked it when you free Abraham. the people. <laughs> but then it turns out that like maybe it's kyle that like because all of a sudden all the kids all of cartman's three children start really hating kyle and start being like fuck you cal yeah like and like the kid that like his son that's like basically cartman just keeps giving him like random jewish quotes to try and get him to cheer up and kyle's just like ah but uh, uh it's uh, so like i also really <laughs> I like when clyde oh, donovan i also like the oh so i was gonna say yeah <laughs> oh no you and i are about to say the same thing clyde is the only one not vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> and the way they try to get him to take the vaccine is wendy tries to trick him into quote-unquote doing a bump of coke and right before he's like wait a minute this isn't, co- he's all like way down to be like, do the coke. But then as soon as he realizes it's the vaccine, he goes, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't know what it is. And it's, like, it's so fucking good. Well, I'm immunized. What does that mean, Clyde? <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for some more research. You said it's- you didn't take it because you have a shellfish allergy. Right. There's no salvage in it. Right, but I heard it was made in a factory that also had some shellfish and that it might have some shellfish... So it might have some shellfish essence in it. So you're taking it for (laughs) shellfish reasons. Yes, that's right. I'm taking it for shellfish reasons. Uh, I like how how (laughs) Tweak and Craig are married. It's Scott Malcolmson's a priest, and no one remembers him. I'm Scott. Oh, hi! It's so good to see you. Uh, I'm sorry. Who are you? Whoa. It's me, Scott Malcolmson, the guy with the lisp. I had diabetes. Oh, hey, Scott. Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, Scott. And then when he storms out, he's like, "Oh, we're all just here gathered together with God." I'm Scott Malcolmson. I have diabetes. He does, he does remember me. <laughs> My favorite thing, though, is right at the very end, we we find out that um, 
Kenny's partner is a <laughs> Professor Victor Chouse. <laughs> and for the whole episode, you're like, who the fuck is Victor Chouse? And you find out he's in an insane asylum and they try to go visit him. And they're like, no, sorry, Professor Chouse can't see anybody. Like, you're not allowed in. One of your group isn't vaccinated, yada, yada, yada. Turns out Chouse is not Chouse. It's chaos. <laughs> Uh, it took me a minute to, like, that actually got me a little mm. bit, because, like, halfway, um... Well, you don't like, realize it's chaos, from... you don't even realize it's chaos till you see right at the end, uh, on his door, it says Victor Chaos. <laughs> well, it wasn't until they got to the, where they, where they got the, where they got the, inf- the videos out of Kyle, uh, out of Kenny's dead ass, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I you have to think like a child again oh my god i know where it is it's It's in in his ass ass. (laughs) and they go and get it and like they're all hanging out like trying to watch the video of him going back in time and Mm -hmm. i'm just standing i'm like where the fuck's butters (laughs) so yeah it's so yeah it's very interesting what they're going to be doing because as i i was telling you the other day um i think because i think next is they're doing the season and then part two, I think. Mm-hmm. Or I, I think that's or, right. they're or, doing a season and the movies kind of together. I think. Yeah. So I wonder if for that brief moment where Kenny actually goes back in time and comes back and just coughs mm-hmm. and walks away, I wonder if that yeah. point in time is where like the season's gonna take place, where like Kenny just kind of pops. I imagine. In and out. I was going to say, yeah, because at this point now, we probably will see Kenny back in present day, which is we'll see adult Kenny interacting with the kids, trying to save the bro ship and catching COVID. As as Cartman's deciding he doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> no, just oh, fuck that's Uncle got... Kyle. Yeah. Oh, it's got shit on it. That's dead man shit. The scene, Kenny's dick, and everyone's just like, no, you you go do it. And the rats just keep showing up. And if they, none of them want to reach up his ass and Stan is basically just, oh, fine, I'll do it. Oh, he I was like so good. I, also, what a great I love, idea. I love that Stan also has a weird alcoholic relate, like anger relationship with his Alexa. Oh yeah, because Alexa is because Alexas ha- are like hologram women in the future, and so yeah. she's basically just his wife. Whoa, 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 whoa! But Alexa, back that up, and she comes out of the bathroom and just. <laughs> she's like she hates that he drinks too much and won't do anything for himself. <laughs> <laughs> but still at the end of the like the still the end of the bit is like talking to them is being um, it's like do you want me to tell you about all these great plans or not it's like well cause she's not updated yeah. <laughs> she's basically like ah, fine do you want me to tell you about all the new features that are available if you not right now <laughs> anyway, anyway what else did you do this week um I did a couple of things I've uh, I finally beat Ghost of Tsushima, which nice. is fantastic, and I started playing the Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy game for the PS5. Awesome. Um, I like it, but I have some major issues with it. <laughs> All right, like uh, it's one of I hate the button. I hate how there's too many damn buttons. Really, like. So you, the whole game is you control Peter. Uh, mm-hmm. You play as Peter, and you kind of direct the other three to do stuff. Four to do stuff. It's like you go through and you learn moves. So like Groot is basically used as you can build bridges. Rocket uh, crawls into small spaces. Uh, mm-hmm. Drax destroys things and. Uh, Gamora slices and climbs. So you like direct them to like soft puzzles to get out of places. Okay. The fighting system is just weird and I suck at it. <laughs> that sounds like you gotta 
Man, that sounds like a lot at once, being There's in control so of five much. characters. Yeah, because you have, like, certain buttons, like, like you can ha- du- you direct you, uh, everyone to fight certain people to do certain moves, but they'll do their own thing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Kingdom Hearts, but okay. way more involved. <laughs> hmm. Um, but besides the button stuff, I'm really digging the story. All right. Um, Cause it's like early on, uh, Gamora had just joined, uh, so you're like still learning the ropes since its own thing, so it's not really attached to the rest of the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. But Drax is still like the dry wit kind of deal. And my favorite bit so far is every once in a while you're like trying right now you're trying to just find a bunch of credits to pay off the Nova Corps, and. All right. uh, Drax keeps <laughs> Drax keeps saying like why don't we just go get Fing Fang Foom like we just kill him because everyone wants him and they're like no we're not going to go kill Fing Fang Foom and it's like hmm. and then uh, Rocket's like well let's sell Gamora stuff <laughs> and it's like no we're not selling stuff and, G- and Drax is like well, why don't we combine the two let's sell Gamora stuff to Fing Fang Foom and it's like no we're not doing that um and everyone's nice. just like the, the everyone's just kind of very immature and childish when you in the overworld when you're going through places to look for like to as you're going through your path but the one thing i actually really like is i'm very much a i like to look around every corner and find every secret that i can mm-hmm. and so i'll deviate from the path to like if i find stuff and you get ridiculed by everyone for wasting everyone's time going to find these things. Hmm. Like Rocket's just like, ah, uh, he's too afraid to do this because he's too busy looking for crap. Uh, which, like, your currency is you find components to, like, level up and stuff. And the only other thing attached to that is you find costumes that you can switch everyone out of. Uh huh. Lots of lore and lots of, like, cameos of other, like, Marvel characters. New characters, like I told you yesterday. Uh, I, I, I think she's a main... She is a Marvel character, but I'm not familiar with Lady Hellbender. Yeah, like the I Monster don't know Queen. that character either. Don't no. know her, but I say that thing, like, damn, girl. <laughs> um, she was... She's got those... She's, She's designed with like those big muscly legs and everything. Hell yeah, choke me. I mean, mm. what? Nice. Um, I haven't done yeah. like a whole bunch this week. Uh, I started watching a new comedy series on HBO uh, Max titled The Sex Lives of College Girls. It's pretty funny so far it's a um that's mindy calling's show right yep that's mindy Kaling's new show it's actually set here in vermont at a fictional college oh. called essex college finally <laughs> it is really funny so far i'm really enjoying it there's four episodes out already or five episodes out already I don't, uh, it, it doesn't have any like big names in it. Um, although one of the stars is Timothy Chalamet's sister, five episodes so far. Um, so if anybody wants to check that out, it's pretty good. Actually, I'm, I'm really digging it. It's worth your time. I think, uh, I've been keeping up with young justice. Oh my God. I still need to get caught up on young justice. Here's the problem I'm having with it. It started off pretty strong with a whole with a whole story of Megan and 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 uh, why am I blanking on J on um, Connor Connor okay like their whole relationship and they go to Mars or Mars as they like to keep pronouncing oh it yeah okay um, and and they got some really good stuff out of that and then they switched over to the stuff with fucking Tigris. Um, hmm. like Artemis, and I'm kind of sick of Artemis. <laughs> okay, uh, interesting. Well, they're going like super deep with these last couple episodes by like, like Artemis has these long, uh, like monologues that are like chapters of books that she talks throughout stuff, which makes sense for what's happening in the show. Yep, there is like 
they, I guess they started a, they're getting ready, or they just did a mini plot line involving Orphan. Hmm, okay. Um, but it's just like, I, I, Artemis is one of the characters where I'm just like, okay, we had a lot of Artemis over the last three seasons. I feel, and I know yeah. there's only so many of them, but I was like, find someone else. <laughs> Focus more on Beast Boy or some of the new people, a little bit more on the new people, or even do like a side story with, like, they can't do anything with Damien because in this timeline, Damien's still a baby. Oh, yeah, that's true. But they're doing, mm. but, uh, they actually have some really interesting stuff involving the League of Shadows in general mm. that I'm intrigued about. So, it's still good no matter what. Right. Um, especially this week where they just like super sad moments. Um, but it, but then I also watched, as we've mentioned before, we probably would have never watched, but I was bored. Mm-hmm. I, watched, I watched Hawkeye, the first two episodes of Hawkeye. You did? Man, that show sucks. For me. Sure. Uh, I, I can't handle everybody it. Everybody else seems to like it, which I, doesn't surprise yeah, me. So I can't ha- I hate so much about this. And it's it's not I've never been a Hawkeye fan in general, which is mm-hmm. part of it, but I really don't like the introduction of Kate Bishop in this because it's the conventional she's a girl. Like, right. her family died during the Chitauri invasion. Yep. Uh, and she saw Hawkeye on a rooftop far away fighting Chitauri. So then she became someone who idolized Hawkeye and did the fencing and stuff. So she's like a troubled, rich teenage girl that is just up to all sorts of shenanigans. But she wants to be like Hawkeye. And, hmm. and the subplot of... Hawkeye needs to... Okay, I'm just going to break this down. So, I guess her mom, Kate Bishop's mom, who is... What's her name from freaking The Conjuring? uh, Vera? Shit. Yeah, Vera. Yep. Oh, okay. She starts dating this new guy who is, in comic lore, he is the Swordmaster. D-list villain kind of deal, but we don't know that. All we know is he loves swords. And Kate breaks into... Kate decides to pretend to be a... uh, to be a busser at this gala event that's like a birth... like a Christmas party for her mom and finds a black arms deal that's happening underneath which has her feet her mom's fiance involved and in this lottery is the Ronin outfit and sword. Hmm. Uh, Hawkeye's outfit from out end game or yeah. So she the, 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 uh, sweat suit band, the, the sweat suit gang uh-huh. is a Russian gang show up to like take a bunch of stuff. And she takes the Ronin suit, wears it, She's on the news for saving a dog, which is Pizza Dog, and Hawkeye sees it and is like, "Oh shit!" Oh, and the man. whole story is he gets the Ronin suit and is like, "Um, where did you get this? And we need to get you out of here because you have a lot of people coming for you now. But I have to be done before Christmas so I can go home and see my family for Christmas and." Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched it yet. So they kind of dropped the ball. And this is partially, I think, their fault. They dropped the ball because in the second episode, they introduce a villain which is getting their own show later on down the line that was just announced, and that's Echo. Yep. And I'm just like, and it's just like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah, I... Yeah, Hawkeye is just one of the ones that is just not going to be for me. Like, no matter what. I don't like the Clint Barton character. I've seen nothing about this show besides Haley Steinfeld that makes me interested. And the only reason I like Haley Steinfeld is because I loved True Grit. I thought it was really good. But that's not even enough to make me interested in watching Hawkeye. She kind of sucks in this. 
right. Like, well, it's, it's just, I don't, like, I, I, I might watch the third episode and give it a third and be like, okay, let's see what happens. But honestly, I'm probably not going to revisit this because, and I know a lot of people are going to be mad, but I just really dislike holiday-themed shows like this. Mm. Like, this doesn't need to take place... I don't understand why this they felt the need to have this placed at Christmas. Right. And it's weird. Like, the truest thing about it, maybe, is that the first time you run... the Clint's PTSD about mm. the Avengers comes into play a little bit because he has the whole hearing aid, and he goes takes his kids to a music the Steve Rogers musical which is the cringiest fucking thing I've even for a made up musical in a show I'm like this is fucking cringe like what the hell I just can't dig I can't get into this it's Hmm. it's sloppy it's very and I understand kind of like Black Widow and because we will probably see um, Florence Pugh's character from Black Widow show up in this mm-hmm. um, that they are trying to bring in more women which I can understand and can totally get behind mm-hmm. just I this like we've said before with Captain Marvel stuff this is not a show for me yep I in fact I was just thinking about Captain Marvel it's funny you brought that up because one of the podcasts I listened to they've been watching all of the Marvel movies and it's two women and some of them they had seen before and some of them they hadn't and they wanted to experience them all in order and stuff like that and they just got up to Captain Marvel really recently and they both really liked it and it was super interesting to hear about Captain Marvel from their point of view because specifically because and you and I said this a long time ago, not because Captain Marvel uh, necessarily has a bad message or anything. It just wasn't aimed at us. And it was interesting to hear them say shit like uh, both of them say shit like, man, I wish this movie had existed when I was little and stuff like that. And that's pretty much what we both said way back when Captain Marvel came out was we were both like, Man, this would be a really good movie for like young girls to see, yeah. which is you know, we didn't enjoy it very much, but it very much feels like it's for young girls and they basically backed that up. They were like, "We really liked this. We wish it had been around when we were kids. Like maybe we would have learned uh earlier how to be stronger women and stuff like that so I thought that was pretty interesting and and it was good to hear because I I think that those movies need those movies and TV shows need to exist yeah um I'm very curious how this was is going to be going forward um I know there's been talk already about the bubble bursting of Marvel sure which we've talked about before to like everyone ear off um but the god I had a leeway into something else like blanking on what it was a oh was it spider-man i was gonna say because yeah because spider-man tickets go on sale today it was crashing ticket sites yeah and there's already been way too many mini trailers they've put out that mm-hmm. i've tried to avoid and one that kind of gave something away not like a lot but enough oh. to make me go i can't like they can't. Marvel cannot just leave it alone. Like I didn't see it, so whatever it was, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah, uh, it's. I think Marvel. Like I hate when it's like the lead into a movie, and they have all this anticipation. They put out like two trailers, and then up until the last, like because it's next week that the movie comes out. It's and a couple weeks. It's December sixteenth. All right, but now up until that point, they are not going to stop until they put out like as many mini like teaser trailers with different footage they better stop <laughs> well the one i the one i saw wasn't a big deal breaker but it was just like a putting in the perspective what they're gonna do kind of deal and i was just like oh well that makes mm. sense but at the same time it's like i kind of would like to experience this and in, instead of being told outright 
right. before seeing the film. Well, it's like how, and I get that sometimes movie uh, synopsises come out in advance where they kind of tell you what movies are about. But I did, there were like two synopses for the Batman that came out recently. And I was like, nope, not reading those. I've seen the two trailers. That's literally all I need to know about the movie. I don't need to know anything else about this movie. Yeah. Did you, did you see the trailer for Crypto? Or for the League of Super Pets? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. It's 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 not for me. Again, it's a, it's one of those movies it's not for me, but that does look like it will be a cute movie for kids. I uh, like I wish they brought in actual voice actors. <laughs> Cuz sure. like the like the rock being crypto and then you have Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart and then there are other animal heroes mm-hmm. in in the DC universe, but they decided to just go and make a bunch of new ones. Yeah, there's like a the pig. pig. Yep. Where you have the horse, you could have done a horse and the flat was it Speedy the cat? I think so. And yeah. Dexter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, I. I don't know, that again, another one that's not for me, but uh, might be a cute one for kids. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also watched a really dumb movie recently that just came out. All right. Uh, it's Bruce Campbell's new one. Called oh, Black, Black Friday? Yeah. <laughs> boy, is it, that? boy, is it dumb. <laughs> what is Black Friday actually about? Uh, is the is Black Friday... And for some reason, these weird alien asteroids have busted their way into toy stores and uh, are infecting people, turning them into, like, weird alien bird people. Okay. Which are then molded together to become a giant purple... Like, it kind of looks like a... Like a, a child's project. I Like... A kid took a bunch of things that uh, and uh, that have like human parts and covered them all in like goop. It's and the whole movie hmm. is just this group of people that are working Black Friday and these monstrous things try to kill them or morph them together and they just have to survive. And Bruce Campbell is like this idiotic, dumb, terrible manager who does that basically nothing it's it's a very uh i was telling jenny about it the other night it's because she's like we're gonna watch i'm like this is a straight to dvd like straight to dvd in a bin like 399 bin in walmart kind of film wow weird yeah like i i didn't i went in with low expectations so i wasn't like like thrown off me like oh my god i bet this is gonna be good but i was just like wow (laughs) yeah i uh Still haven't gotten to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, but a lot of people seem to be liking it. But I'm uh, probably not going to get to see it at this point till it's available to see at home. I'm just too busy. Um, there was a... Um, I saw a weird thing the other night. So, I don't know. And this is kind of going into more holiday-esque stuff. So, one of the channels I have is the Shell Factory channel. Mm-hmm. Um... I was turning on my TV and it had a Christmas movie on there that I've never heard of before. And like watching the trailer, I was like looking at it like this looks like a nightmare. Uh, because it was like a bunch of kids. It, it was like, ugh. it's called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. Uh, rings a bell, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It's uh, from the main, from what I understand, this is a movie where I. It's, uh, it's on Pluto. Uh, the children unite to help Santa Claus and his wife, whose heartless landlord wants the rent. What? Yeah. And there's like a, there's a singing and dancing number where they're trying to look. I, I, this was on like halfway through. Um, and there's like a mo, there's like a, a dance number where there's like the head elf and a bunch of elves are trying to look up a kid's name. Uh, Pruitt or Hewitt, I don't know. And it's like a whole song and dance number of them going through the books trying to find this kid and giving and the elves are giving 
dumb names or just dumb words that are not names. I'm like, what in God's name is this? Oh, this looks like it may have been a movie that was featured on MST3K. It was. So this makes a lot of sense now. Okay. It, it was, but this was not the the Mystery Science was, Theater version. I figured, but as soon as I saw a uh, picture of it with the MST3K, you know, chairs and characters yeah. seated in front of it, I was like, oh, this explains everything I need to know about this movie. <laughs> I was trying to see, like, I, I was, I, I was trying to find the one song that I was that I was watching that. Oh God! Oh God! This fucker! Uh, this is better, the, the better no, I, or worse than. Uh, no, that's not the right way to word that. More or less likely to rewatch that than One Magic Christmas. Uh, I would probably watch this more than. <laughs> One magic Christmas. No, I I had a photo. God, where'd it go? There's this photo I need to. It's not the greatest photo, but this is the photo that made me. That I'm sending you. Oh no no no. Oh this one this one. Yes, this is the photo. He's like I guess the head elf. Uh, it's so fucking. He scares me. This guy legit scares me. I just sent it to you for anyone who wants to follow along. Uh, okay. Just look up the Christmas that almost wasn't. Uh, oh yeah, the Prune song. Yeah, this. Yeah, the it's it's uh, Paul Tripp. I think is the actor's name. Mm-hmm. It is a horrifying guy looking guy. All right, I'm opening it right. Whoa, jeez. This dude looks like a horror movie villain. Exactly, and that's what caught my eye when because he sings a song called the Prune song. It's weird. Oh my god, I just see the video here for the prune song. Yeah. What the frig? Watch that. Horrifying looking. You need to watch that later. Bones like jut. Wait, what the? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, he's terrifying. He's yeah, it's a horror show. Oh my god. You're gonna have to listen to that. Like watch that music video later. I'm gonna be afraid while I do, just based on the screenshot alone. I I gotta get get more into the Christmas spirit. I haven't watched really any Christmas movies so far. I watched um, <sighs> I watched uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas on Disney Plus, and I watched uh, Prep and Landing on Disney Plus. Um, Disney but Plus I'm still sad that that Donald Duck and the Donald Duck and Chip and Dale special isn't there. That is one of the best shorts uh, for Christmas time that's ever existed, and they don't have it. For anybody that doesn't know, it's called Toy Tinkers, and basically Donald Duck cuts down. I mean, it's almost the same plot as Pluto's Christmas Tree, which they do have, where in Pluto's Christmas Tree. Um, Mickey Mouse cuts down Chippendale's tree that they live in and brings it in for a Christmas. Only Toy Tinkers is even better because Donald Duck cuts down Chippendale's tree for his Christmas tree and brings it inside. And they basically wage war. Chippendale and Donald Duck wage war on each other using Christmas toys. It's the <laughs> best. It's amazing and so funny and so cute and i went looking for it on disney plus and it was not there and that is a crime uh probably tomorrow night i might watch because i consider it it's i consider it a new christmas movie uh brand new uh i've talked about it before i as in a review but a 24 is the green knight Ah, yes. Because it does take place at Christmas. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to have this argument about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, then I'm going to put in The Green Knight as a Christmas movie. I'll allow it, even though I don't allow Die Hard or The Green Knight. But if they're both going to technically exist, I'll allow them both. The one I still need to watch that just came out that I'm interested in is 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah, I've heard some good things about that one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's got Neil Patrick Harris. I think it's mostly... It's kind of like a throwback. I think it's... Is it about the Super Nintendo? It's about the the Super Nintendo. So the kid that wants the Super Nintendo. Yeah. 
sort of like a a different version of a Christmas story, basically, is what it comes down to. Yeah, you know, it's funny how people are of, uh, are now finding out that uh, like like old di- like Christmas actors are in like newer films, like. Uh, Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Yeah, being is, an elf. It, yeah, it's almost like actors do more than one movie in their lifetime. What? No. Oh, guys, guys, I have a, I have something that's really going to blow everybody's mind. The guy from Not Another Teen Movie or is actually also Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> like, he put whoa. a banana in, his a, in, in that American ass. In that American ass. He put, yep, he did. So I never, I know I've heard horrible things, but at the same time, I, from Anthony about the newer, the new uh, Home, Home, Sweet Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> but part of me's like, I kind of want to watch it now. Uh, you know, if I hadn't seen, what was it, Home Alone? Three or home. I've seen some of those direct to video Home Alone sequels. If I had never seen those and known how bad they were, I might want to watch Home Sweet Home Alone. But I saw Home Alone 3. I'm pretty sure it was Home Alone 3. It was terrible. <laughs> so. Uh, I need to get. Yeah, but we got. I, I, got, I know I'm going to watch Krampus at some point because that's just. You're gonna watch uh, the new version that uh, supposedly need, links Krampus and Trick or Treat. I need to buy. It. it goes on sale next week, and I'm planning on buying it because mm. I want it. Because Scream Factory just keeps putting out bangers when they uh, do re-releases and stuff. Did you happen to see how it do, or is it a secret how it links Krampus and Trick or Treat? Um, I don't know much. About, I, I've just heard the mm. rumors and like, there's been some stills like, mm. like, like artist design still. So I don't know the full extent that it's just like Krampus and Sam just kind of meeting up on a, I think on a rooftop or something. Gotcha. So I don't know the full extent of what it is or even if it is actually it in might this not even not. be, might've been just an, uh, development stage. Right. Right. Hmm. But boy, great movie. Yeah, I've never seen Krampus, but boy, background Halloween when I was watching Trick or Treat, I was sitting there at the end of it just being mad that Trick or Treat never got a sequel. It, there's still time. I know there is, but they should have done it a long time ago because it's so goddamn good. <laughs> they're they're going to do it. It's going to be like, it's going to be Trick or Treat, but the R in the middle is going to be two R's. <laughs> and it's going to be pirate themed. <sighs> God. <laughs> no, please no. <laughs> I don't want them to ruin it. Just want them to make a sequel. They, I, I'm sure someone might pick it up. Uh, there's a couple. Of, I know we didn't talk about it last time, but I mean, there's going to be a predator. Uh, we talked like, about that a little pre- bit, didn't we? Prey? Not on the show. No, oh, just afterwards. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, prey. Um, which I find hilarious that it's a Disney property, and they're like, no, nah, we're going to make this now. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Prey, because... Um, actually, because Predator and Predator 2 are both pretty good. Predators, I think, is really underrated, where yep. they go to the actual planet, where they're kidnapped and brought yeah, to... Adrian Brody and crew. I... Don't remember Alien versus Predator Requiem, but I actually a lot of people crap on the first Alien versus Predator. I thought it was fine. Like I, I like just, the first one. The second one's I think the second one's only crap because they literally made the film so fucking dark. Yeah. That you, that you can barely watch it and be like, I don't know what's happening. And the Predator was a, a Shane train Black. Oh, yeah. It was a Shane Black film, which is yeah. really I apparently just don't like Shane Black all that much. Um, like I, I, I like Iron Man three, but not as much as I could. And I didn't really like the Predator. But the idea of Prey, the idea of setting it what three hundred years ago and having it be uh, a Comanche warrior, like, yeah, versus the Predator, that could be interesting. Especially the idea of because even the original Predator. 
set in the 80s, the humanity forces were outgunned. You know, we were technologically inferior to the Predator. I can't imagine how it's going to work out having somebody from that long ago versus the Predator. It'll be it'll be very interesting to see how that works. But at the same time, now that it's a Disney property, I'm not super super uh, like. Well, they have divisions. It's not going to be a Disney film. It's still going to be 20th century films. That's that's what they changed 20th century Fox to, right? Yeah, 20th century film. Just 20th century. So 20th century. still kind of does their own stuff. It's like back in the day, because Miramax also used to be Disney back in the day, and Miramax yeah. put out, like, fucking Clerks and Mallrats and all kinds of stuff, so... Did you ever see the trailer for the the Kevin Smith documentary that's coming out? No, I didn't see the trailer. I know that it exists. It was actually made by a filmmaker uh, who is a documentarian who's one of Kevin's friends. Uh, his name's Malcolm Ingram. He made... I can't remember the name of the other documentary he made off the top of my head, but it's basically, uh, oh, it's just called Small Town Gay Bar, and it's about a gay bar in Alabama, I believe. So it's kind of like about the, that that documentary is kind of about the difficulty of owning and having a gay bar and being gay in like a deeply religious area. So. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, trying like I know San Diego Comic Con is this week. And, it's and going they're doing. Yeah. It, 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 there's nothing. Of, well, of it, it just note. happened. It was this past weekend. Yeah, and the, it was small. It was like not a regular Comic Con. It was yeah. like a supplemental. Hey, we're gonna do it safely, Comic Con. Yeah, I know there was like a bit where John Cena showed up in Peacemaker attire. I missed that. It, but I, it was nothing. All I saw was there was a there was a they did another like teaser trailer where it's like the the slow walking like everyone yeah uh, like the heroes walk and you see like the bald eagle just hopping next to like nice. walking next to John Cena. I figured there wouldn't be a lot there just because it wasn't uh reg- one because it wasn't regular Comic Con two. Because DC just did Fandom and Disney had Disney Plus Day, even though they didn't really do a lot for Disney Plus Day. Yeah, it was Day. more like Marvel Plus Day. Yeah. So, I figured there wasn't going to be much to talk about yeah. coming out of this Comic-Con. It was just kind of an excuse to say we're still here and everybody just come and have a good time. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's mostly it. Yeah, um, I mean, by the time we get a chance to record another one i i keep saying i'm going to but i never do i would like to i know marvel and dc have on their apps have put up like they put together a whole holiday section oh really yeah uh i can't reckon i can't remember the name i can't remember which um book it's in but there is a book that is obviously meant for comedy purposes. And you can find the panels online. I'm talking about Santa but... Claus at, with the Infinity Gauntlet? Nope, nope. Uh, this is Santa Claus oh. fighting through the defenses of Apocalypse, specifically for the purpose of delivering Darkseid <laughs> his yearly piece of coal for being on the naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> it's the so best. good. And it's just... I guess I can give away the gag if nobody's ever read it, but it's just panels of like, I think it's Desaad telling Darkseid, oh, he's coming. He's made it past this point. He's made it past this. And Darkseid's being like, how does he do it? How is he getting past? It should be impossible. And then it's just Santa Claus coming in, running up to him, looking at his list, reaching in his bag, pulling out a piece of coal, handing it to Darkseid and saying, here you go. And <laughs> running out as Darkseid tries to shoot beams out of his eyes. <laughs> that is the that is the miniseries I want to watch. It's so good. I would watch an animated short of that. No problem. Hell yeah. You see, that's what I would watch. Like a, like if you want to make a, a Christmas. Get on theme, it, HBO yeah, Max. Do it. I would watch it. Make that like a, make that like a two-parter in Doom Patrol. Where they have to, like, help Santa. That would be so funny. 
They don't even have to show Darkseid or Decide. It could be like just minor yep. characters as he breaks in. <laughs> yep. It's, it's so... Yeah, but then... Uh, yeah, isn't it in the Marvel Universe, Santa Claus is what? The only Omega mutant. label? Is, is it Omega? He's, He's the, the only, only Omega mutant. And then in he the, gets the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So he's like the most powerful mutant in the world, and then he gets the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. It's, it's pretty best. wild. So good. So there's some geeky recommendations for every everybody's holiday season. Oh, yeah, we might right be back on, next week. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, there's it's pretty slow in terms of new stuff to watch and everything right now. But, but if um, not next week, then the week after, after Spider-Man Far, uh, No Way Home. Oh, definitely. And uh, and who knows? I might watch. end up watching some other stuff. Apparently, uh, apparently, according to Jenny, Venom 2 is pretty good and fun. And, I've heard you know, all sorts of weird mixed things about that. I've heard it's okay. I've heard it's actually pretty good. So, I've heard yeah, it's I awful. Think, I think I've... I'm going to make it this week a goal to finally watch it. You heard it, folks. Okay. Justin's going to watch Venom 2 at some point this week. Okay, you go ahead with that. Yeah, uh, I will have my bottle of whiskey all set. Alright, well, cool. So, that'll do it for now. We'll be back uh, whenever we whenever we get the chance. Hopefully next week, but if not, definitely the week after. Woohoo! Later. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, following our Twitter at 2BGPod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGPod. If you would like to make a donation to the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash 2bg pod that also really helps us out find atomic geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on twitter at atomic geekdom thanks it's ebenezer scrooge oh. looking older and more wicked than ever i knew he wouldn't disappoint us <laughs> <laughs> Humbug. Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs>